Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? You're live once again on the TJ Show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you may be listening, wherever you may be listening, uh, I thank you, everybody, for, for being tuned in. This Friday, thank you so much. We're going to have it a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be interviewing, not interviewing, we're going to have Mr. Ivile Shuba, previous head boy of uh, RTS Belleville, as well as a cricketer, for Blue Downs Cricket Club, he will be speaking to you. I'll just telling you a little bit of a story, um, of his story, and um, yeah, I hope you'll enjoy it. So, uh, Mr. Shuba, take it away. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. It's your man Ivile Shuba, and welcome to the first episode of Trust the Process and the Results Will Come. The last five years, my story. So everything started at the end of 2014. Everyone is excited to be leaving primary school and entering, entering the new venture of high school. So all my friends were pretty excited to be leaving and entering the new venture of high school. And yeah, I was not knowing what's going to happen in my life because every school I practically applied to had rejected me. And yeah, I was thinking I'm not going to have a school for next year and I'm going to be sitting there doing nothing and not knowing what's going to happen with my life. So it's a pretty scary thought, pretty scary feeling. So around a few weeks later, uh, before school closes, uh, I find out that Houston Sports will, will be having cricket trials and I was like, here's my opportunity since I love sports and told us what I wanted to do and yeah, the sports school and cricket trials. So I went through um, to, to Houston Sports School, me and my dad went through and like when we got there, the, the people said, no, the trials are at Bible Technical High School. So they showed us with Bible Technical High since we didn't know. We never heard about the school, so we went through to Bravo Technical High School and we got there. The secretaries knew nothing about Cricket Charles at Bravo Technical High School. They called Mr. from Vic, the sports coordinator. So we met the guy, we spoke to him, and he was like, No, it was going to be at Bravo Technical High but they changed it back. It's back at this thing, sports board. And we were like, Oh, we've been going up and down, and not, is it really happening? So, but anyway, Mr. Van Vic said, if this young man doesn't make it, you can bring him through here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pretty sure sort something out for him. Because my dad previously told me the story that I couldn't find a school. So I went back to Wisteka Sports School, got there, and Cricket Charles White, Wisteka Sports School. Luckily, we got there just before it started. First of all, to start off, did some normal stretches, then we did a fitness test. At that time, I was pretty unfit. Yeah, I feel like that was the unfittest I've been in my life. And I was pretty unfit then, like. Um, did a fitness test, felt dismally, got beaten by a rugby player. I told us that I still don't know what the rugby player was doing at the cricket trials, but yeah. Straight after the fitness test, the guy left, the rugby player left, and he had to go to rugby practice. I was like, whoa, I didn't understand it. But anyway, I went on with my trials. That time I couldn't bat, although I can't bat now, but I bat better than I bat back then. That time I couldn't bat, and it was like pretty bad, so I felt that also. My bowling wasn't up to scratch. It was good, but not good enough to be considering a top school like that. This was the sports school. So, yeah, long story short, I didn't make it. Went back to the sport. Um, this Bravo told Mr. Vic what is happening, things. And I was like, okay, don't worry, I'll, I'll see what they can do. Shoot something out. Stayed at home, still not knowing what's gonna happen with my life. I'm here, I'm passing credit even. I'm out of I'm not gonna have a school next year. So a few weeks later I got a letter from Belfort Technical High School just to find out that I'm very dean I got the school. I don't know how how Mr. Vic managed to make it happen, but the man 
changed my life, changed my year. And like, I got a school, got into a school, a school that I didn't know anything about, never heard about, never seen. I probably did see it, but I never took note because I probably drove past every time going to Para West Primary, but never took note of, of it. And yeah, I was gonna take my events in the school that I don't know nothing about, no history about. So, uh, 2015 came around into the school, got into the school, and everything was smooth. Like a normal kid, like I got to school in a normal way, didn't start. Make a big issue about it. I went on with my business as a normal kid, 2015, and like at the start of 2015, so got my classes, got, cl- got our classes and everything, so everything was normal, and I felt like, okay. He has my chance, I got to school now, he has my chance to prove something and be like, not take it for granted because God has done this for me. I was down and out and knowing where I was going to go, what school I was going to go and God just brought this man into my life and gave me a school and I was like, he has my chance, so I shouldn't mess it up and like, I don't want to mess it up because it's a chance I got. If if it wasn't for this, I would have been at home sitting and not knowing what to do and, and I was like, this is your chance if you don't mess it up. And I was like, okay, yeah, is it? I'm going to give it my best shot. Next five years, I'm gonna give it a best shot and just finish on a high. So, moving on from where I got the school to the more fun part of the school, the part I love most of the school, the sports, starting with athletics. So, that year, I wasn't a big fan of athletics, I never did athletics in primary school, so it was pretty much not a big deal for me not doing any athletics. So, it was like a situation of we were told that we were forced to do athletics at least one event so I, I i can't remember quite clearly what event i did that year but i did some kind of event but it didn't go so well but i wasn't too pumped about it because i wasn't into athletics that much so um yeah and like and like yeah so i don't know my business um that year into schools i never made it through to competed into school so I, I was with the rest of the school singing at the stands and everything and it was a fun day a fun experience experience because since in primary school i never experienced that that kind of vibe and stuff like that so it was a fun time just to experience how to sing with other schools compete other schools see athletes run and stuff like that but let's be honest let's be honest that's it's it's standing in the sun just singing all day is not the fun part that that's the fun part was being with your friends that time, just having a nice time and experiencing it together. But that day I told myself, there's no way I'm sitting here again for the next four years. There's no way I'm, I'm going to spend my time here out here singing and not competing. Because that sport is what I love and what I enjoy doing. So although I never liked athletics from, at primary school level, this is a different place. So I gotta make a change. I gotta start actually working and maybe from for the next four years I'll be running there with the other athletes and actually being part of the athletes names from my school and representing my school the best way I know how so yeah that's when I, I told myself I'm gonna make the mindset shift that I'm never gonna sing again at the stands with the school I'm gonna actually represent my school running so everything went well that day it was a fun day but yeah that's a promise I kept with myself throughout since that day on onwards Moving on to cricket, one to cricket, one of my favorite sports. My, actually, my favorite sport. Everyone would know this. And like going to cricket, I was 15. I was a small and 15 boy, and, and it was like 
being part of this big guys yeah like being the smallest in the team so i thought um yeah i gotta i gotta work hard here but i was i was up for the challenge so pretty well i got a good end of 15 year that's where i think i made my name for myself everyone started noticing that i can play cricket a bit and yeah so and the first thing that um a couple of big guys in the first team very intimidating and but something told me i want to be part of the first team and like this is where i want to play this is where i want to play on playing the first team and i knew i had to work hard because there's a pretty good first thing that time they good people that could bat bow and do everything in field so i was like if i really want to play they gotta work my sex off and like from the first team i got this name of western asian Western Asian um, offspinner that back then, Solomon Ben. I, I still tell us they were now. Today, I, I still know why they call me Solomon Ben, but I took it and I was known as Solomon Ben in cricket. And I, they just told me I, I can't bowl, I just gotta believe in myself. And that time, I didn't have that much belief because there was a couple of good players in the 15 team and the first team. But I was expired to be one, the one day. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take it, but I still don't feel I'm, I'm good enough. And he just told me you are good enough, just believe in yourself and see what I will do. And I just played in the 15 a good season, a great team, loved playing with it, couple of good results, couple of great ones. And it was just magical. Like one game I couldn't remember when the 15 was against Brackenfell, we were in the dugout. We were defeating 34 against Brackenfell, and Brackenfell that time was top, top schools. And like, when the dark place, I just the captain didn't know what to do. And like, he just threw me the ball. And I did what I do best at that time, and just bow. And luckily, it came off. But we could got us back into the game, and there we are on the winning verge. And we won the defending the 34 against the team of Brackenfell. We, we thought we were out and out because they thought they won the game easily because during lunchtime they were speaking about the next week's game, but they were focusing on the batting performance. And it was quite remarkable how we could come back and win the game. And like, yeah. <laughs> the special moments I get for me doing fifteen, coming to a new school, being the smallest and having people that in the back you good enough and chipping and having performance to back it up. So that's what I was grateful from not having a school to having a school and making a market, people noticing you in such a short period of time. I actually enjoyed it. Well coming to others in the sport I played rugby and yeah <laughs> rugby it's actually a funny story I started playing rugby. Because considering before that I played one game of rugby we had we just snuck snuck in um that didn't have my parents to back in primary school I played one game I played wing I never told my parents and from that day on I was banned to playing rugby again I was not allowed and parents said never again and I was like okay fair enough I'm, I'm probably too small even to play rugby so funny story about playing rugby in high school was um 2015 was I just first signed up for soccer I signed up for soccer to play soccer for the school Alrighty, so uh, most of my friends were actually rugby players, so they played a game on a Wednesday afternoon uh, after school. So I stood linesman for them, and I was like, while I was standing linesman, I actually enjoyed what I saw. And I was like, hmm, I can actually enjoy playing this, and it looks fun. And I was a big rugby fan that time, just woke up here, if you guys remember. And I was like, yeah, I was a big rugby fan, I was like, but I never thought I could play because of my size. But I was like, it could actually be fun. And my friends like, super sized American play, and I was like, okay, I'll try it out. Went to practice, had no boots, practice with techies, big, I had this big bank clothes, practicing, and like, I'm the smallest guy here. And I was like, am I even gonna survive? <laughs> Luckily, um, coach asked me what person to play. I just said, we mean scrum off. Not even knowing what scrum off does. 
I just knew we passed the ball. That's it. I knew. And because my friend said I could be fit for a scrum off, and I was like, yeah, I will play scrum off. And I said wing because I played wing back in primary school, but I knowing I was extremely slow. And there's a couple of fast guys in that place, and I was like, this is not gonna work out. But I'm gonna give it a shot because I I'm not one to give up so easily. So I played, I played, and like yeah. And got a pair of boots from the coach, and was like, okay, this kind of be serious. I have boots now, and I played on. And I don't know what clicked to me, and I was like, I can actually do this because I wasn't scared. I was actually brave enough to stand up against the big guys and like a few tackles. Although I couldn't compete, most of the tackles I was small. People could break me, people could run over me, and stuff like that. And people were like, why are you still playing this boot? Look at your size, you're never gonna make it. I know why are you still playing. I was like. I'm just playing it for the fun because in that time I was playing it with my friends and remember we like, yeah, I can play for it to be fun. And it's like, even though I knew deep down I'm not big enough to play the sport, it's like, there's no way I'm going to survive here. But I don't know, something just clicked to me one day. So if you want to play and make them walk and like, stop you telling me to small and stuff like that, you actually got to put in the work and start practicing. Yeah, I was out going to the gym with my friends, started going to the gym with my friends, something I never done before. Chumming, yeah, I went to the gym with my friends, started doing push-ups at home a lot more. And, I don't know, I started just taking it serious again. And I was like, I'm, I'm about to shut people's mouth up. And I, I know I'm too small, but I'm going to do what I can just to prove people that I, I, I do belong in the rugby field again. I can play rugby. So I started staying off the practices, practicing longer on my own, some of my friends. Uh, I did extra days on my own. Uh, I was balls for a coach and I started passing as I had to work on my passes. I was doing scramble. I never knew what a scramble to, to start passing and passing and passing. But there was still that some kind of scary that I'm never going to be good enough to play in the, in the A team or anything. And the, the 15 18 was pretty good that time. And yeah, I was like, yes, I was I had a small boy, never played that before. And like, I'm just, I'm just trying it and I'm actually giving it my all. I'm practicing and staying longer and I'm like the longer I'm practicing the more improvement I'm seeing and I don't know how is this even possible but it's happening and I started playing touches, playing touches didn't break you love playing touches and no one wanted me in the team and I was like I want to be in the team with my friends because they're so good I want to play with them but the sad part is they never wanted me in the team because I wasn't that good enough and that actually broke me and I was like I need to work harder I need to actually make a point that I can actually play this game because I love sports and I, I was always a competitive player person and it's like the moment I felt like I wasn't good enough I, I just felt discouraged and I thought to myself I need to push harder like I really need to push harder and I looked up in the f- first thing that I did the first thing was pretty good and like I was like I told myself one day I'm gonna play in that team and everyone told me super you funny you never gonna look first and you're not big enough you're too small and they're just gonna run over you like crap and that time it was true because people are my age running over and I imagine playing first in each year being in, being in a few years time I mean that was the equation out of it and I thought this is practically on the 15th 16th last time I played rugby I'm not gonna play first in rugby that was my thought then and I just practiced, stayed longer, practice and practice. I kept on improving, but I could never break through the first team. And I haven't said bench for the B team. And I was like, is this really what I want to do? But I don't know, I just had that fighting spirit. I always had that fighting spirit in me. And I just kept on practicing, practicing. I made it to the B team, played B team, played B team. I never made A team in the fifth team. And I was like, why? What am I missing? And 
if it's just too small, it's just not good enough, or it's just not cooked enough, it's just couldn't put the barrier what is needed to be from Puskamov. And anyway, I enjoyed playing rugby. So after a while, I lost some kind of motivation. I sit up playing in the B team. I sit up, I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna, I'm pretty, uh, I'm just gonna enjoy it. But cricket is what I'm here for. I played, I played, fourth term came. I played, I played, fourth term came. Back to cricket, didn't focus much on rugby, preseason cricket started, but back to cricket, focused on my cricket and stuff like that. And year went by, 2015 year went by, and I looked back and I was like, I actually made no impact this year. And thinking of it, I got an opportunity to get a school, but I've done nothing about it. Is this really why I'm gonna go through my high school life, just going through the motions and listening to people bringing me down? Prize giving came and I was like, I never got a letter to go to prize giving. And I remember the feeling I had in primary school where I've worked so hard to prove that I am good enough, but I had never been at the prize giving talk about in the criteria between those two years, in the first prize game in my primary school. And I, but I was considered to be one of the best cricket players, but I never got the recognition. And I was the guy that, that was competitive, I, I couldn't just take a loss. And I was thinking to myself, is this going to be another ride of primary school where I'm just working towards nothing? And something just clicked in and told me yourself, no, this is not how you're going to be. You, you gotta, you got to work harder, you got to find something to do. And I was just down out the December, and the whole December holiday of 2015, I just, I tried to find something to motivate me. So going to the next year, 2016, I can have something more to prove and have people know me as for me and, and what I can prove, because I knew I could do more, but just the negative thoughts creeping in, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I promised that I'm fighting. No one believed that I could do anything and believed I could actually push the barrier and do anything. And like, I was just passing in school and like I was just just passing and it's like what what is this gonna be my high school career? Is this gonna be me being a nobody and working hard and just knowing that small boy that kept on trying but got nothing from his efforts? So yeah, it was a pretty tough twenty fifteen entering the school, I was pretty down now most of the time, very negative. So I was a small boy being kinda of teased. I wouldn't say bullied, being kinda of teased of my size, I even was called sick at the time. I thought people thought I was sick. That's something I was like, is my parents feeding me or they abusing me around? People thought that and it was utter madness. And I was like, yeah, and I was going through a tough time. And I was like, this can't go on. Next year shouldn't be like this because no one knows the pain I went through to get to school. And here they are making this image of me, which is not, which I knew is not true, but I just couldn't help it, but feel down sorry for myself you know it maybe might be true sat down did all this in while try to figuring out but yeah that's pretty much how my first year went 2015 and it's the first episode of trust the person the results will come every small thing the lesson about this every small thing adds up to something you gotta keep pushing so yeah um Stay tuned for the second episode of 2016. Yeah, my year 2016 and then find out what kind of changes I made and what God done to me and, and what he said to me so I can push through and have a better 2016 than what I had 2015. See you soon. God bless.
Hey y'all, what's happening? It's me again, TJ. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed that segment, man. I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed listening to Ivile and I just enjoyed listening to his story. So stay tuned for next week. Next week we in 2015. Every Friday we'll be tuned in with Ivile and he will be giving his show. So thank you so much to Ivile. We'll see you next week. God willing. Thank you so much everybody. Much love. Enjoy your day. That was Ivile Shuba and he was live on TJ show.